Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. A guy live tweeted his stepson's attempt to sneak a girl out of the house <laughs> after a one-night stand. This is from the website Bro Bible. Guy in Michigan, he's a step-parent. He was live tweeting on the weekend about a saga going on in his house. He knew his 18-year-old stepson brought a girl home the night before. She slept over. He heard them getting it on in the middle of the night, but luckily... Kid's mom is a uh, heavy sleeper, so she didn't hear anything. Next day, he's sitting downstairs and just watching things unfold. Mom got up to clean the house at 8 a.m. That's early. Classic mom. That's mom for you, vacuuming, trying to wake everyone in the house up. (laughs) And since mom was up cleaning, the girl would have had to walk right past her to sneak (laughs) out of the house and get her shoes and leave. Classic. Or... To even use the washroom. So they're trapped in the in the bedroom, the son and this girl. Mom eventually got distracted around noon. The girl snuck down to use the bathroom. About an hour later, the stepson finally headed downstairs to grab the shoes. Here's a quote from the live tweets. OMG, this kid. He casually strolls downstairs and grabs the shoes and went back upstairs, side-eyeing me the whole way past. <laughs> I shot him a little wink. Yeah, I love so it. Stepdad, just let him know he knows what's going on. Around 2.30 in the afternoon, mom went to the bedroom to relax. And the kid was able to sneak his girlfriend or his lady friend out the side door. Mission accomplished. Yeah. And kudos to the stepdad for not busting him on that. Yeah, well, let's be serious. They have a bond. Like, what the stepdad has been doing to this kid's mother for the last few years, <laughs> you know, true. he's got to give him something. Yeah. You know? I feel like my mom is too perceptive, though. She would notice those shoes. If there were shoes that didn't belong to somebody in the house, she would notice that Whose there's some Whose shoes late- are these? Exactly. <laughs> Whose shoes are these? Yeah. <laughs> Jim, is someone in there? You ever have to do that? You ever just sneak, uh, sneak a lady past? You know what? I was the fifth kid in my family and a boy, so by the time... They stopped caring, They huh? were just like, don't get anybody pregnant. They didn't say <laughs> it, but I think that was the unspoken bond. I can remember my I had a, my high school girlfriend over once, and I uh, had the door closed to my bedroom, and um, there was a knock on the door, and it was my stepdad, and he kind of barged in, and we were all embarrassed. And Were you fooling around, or were you just hanging out? Yeah, you're making out what sure. you do when you're in high school. And he was embarrassed, we were embarrassed, and he just said, uh... If you're going to be entertaining, please do it in the uh, in the TV room. <laughs> such a- <laughs> so, so then we went out to the TV room and and we're we have we're watching something and he came down with some Pepsi's and a bowl of pretzels just a to kind of yeah just to, hey here you go guys uh, yeah. see isn't it way more fun in the living room <laughs> yeah never said anything to my mom as far as I know oh good man so and we're getting some stories here people with. Similar experiences in their past. Who's this? Uh, Luke, this one goes back. It's, uh, I wasn't allowed to have ladies over overnight. And uh, I think my dad kind of knew, but it was my mom who was really against it. And uh-huh. uh, one morning she was there and my dad came down and we did the whole deal. Like her shoes were in my bedroom from the night before. And uh, my dad knocked on the door and opened it, and she did the hide under the covers thing. And I'm laying there with her under the covers, and this is a twin size bed. 
and he was talking to me for a good 15 minutes. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say he knew, but just uh, maybe pretended that nothing happened, considering our clothes were all over the ground, too. <laughs> so he just stood there talking to you to make you uncomfortable. I think so. Leaning <laughs> 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 in the door frame. So, uh, I'm going to the hardware store. You want to you wanna come with me there, son? Well, uh, well, I better take off. Wait, one more thing. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to do like mess with my kids like that. Like if you think they've been smoking joints, just mess with them. Yeah, is there a skunk around here? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've been through that. Thanks, Luke. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, I've got one for you guys about. uh, Well, it's not about sneaking people in and out. I've always been able to pull that one off. Mm -hmm. But probably the most embarrassing one. um, I had my high school girlfriend over. Um, well, my parents were having the people over. They must have been entertaining downstairs. They were fine with me having her over. Um, but my dad had this buddy, um, and his buddy liked to get into the beers. So he decided halfway through the night, after a few pops, he'd uh, come up and pay us a visit. So caught you, caught you in the middle. Nah, we were just kind of fooling around. But he uh, he barged in the door and he goes. Oh, so this is the playpen. <laughs> and, uh, I think her face was just about as red as mine. And uh, it's kind of one of those things where just, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, dad's creepy friend. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'll leave you two lovebirds alone. And then he, oh, wow. Well, you know that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awkward. We're ready to just, we're like, ah, maybe we should go for a walk or something. Yeah, let's go for a drive. Hi, FM 96. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I got a story for you guys. So let's hear it. I was, like, I was like 16 years old, and my mother used to run a bar at Hot Shots Roadhouse down on um, Clark Road. Sounds like a fun place. And um, so she was supposed to be working till like 3 o'clock in the morning, so I brought a girl over. Well... We were in the middle of the business, and I see headlights in the driveway. Uh-huh. So I, I threw my pants on real quick. I was going to hide this girl in the computer room all night while my mom slept in the sneaker out in the morning. Well, apparently all my mother saw was this little white butt run across the living room, so I got caught. So she's like, all right, well, I'm going to drive this girl home. And I'm like, okay, have a good night. She goes, no, 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 no. You're going to be a gentleman. You're coming with me. So we drove this girl home, and the funniest part to this is because I threw my pants on so quick, I was still wearing the glove the entire time. Oh, that is disgusting. Gross. So embarrassed. You know what? Good for you for being responsible, though. I guess. (laughs) So responsible, you won't even take it off 10 minutes after it's done. No glove, no love. I threw my pants on so quick, I completely forgot about it until like halfway through the ride, and I went, oh, oh no. And we've got one final text message. Kind of a sad one to wrap things up here, Jim. Yeah, here we go. I'm 45, separated. And had to move back in with my parents. It makes me laugh to even think about sneaking a girl into the house. Jokingly, every time they leave the house, they tell me, remember, no girls over. <laughs> That's from Scott. Poor Scott. 
No girls over, Scott. <laughs> you peacock. You peacock. Devin Peacock's here. Talking sports. Dev, you got a little uh little time to relax here before you have to make your Super Bowl pick against Dunner's twin year uh twin four-year-old boys. Do you know who you're going with? Uh, we don't want to know, but have you decided who you're going to pick? Yep. Are you going with your heart or are you going with your head? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out I'm, next I'm week. Actually, I'm going with both. The, they, they are aligned on this one. I cannot cheer for the Patriots. They've screwed you over too many times. Yeah, for the last, what is it, like nine Super Bowls? Jim, you've gone with the Patriots. We've made a bet, and I've lost every year. <laughs> yeah, except last year. That's true. Except last year, I had to, I lost a bet and had to do uh, FM96 listeners laundry downtown here for an entire day. Yeah, uh, that was fun. You actually enjoyed that, though. Yeah. So I still kind of lost. Yeah, a bunch of rebar boys showed up, and we st- ended up getting drunk. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, a lot of people cheering against the Patriots, and that sentiment was felt at the uh, the Pro Bowl, which is going on this weekend. They're doing like an event at the Pro Bowl, and uh, the Patriots mascot, who I didn't realize was named Pat Patriot, <laughs> is that a th- his name should be Pat Riot? Oh yeah, you know what I mean, Patriot. Yeah. That would be better than Pat Patriot. <laughs> it's like somebody stuttered. <laughs> Pat Patriot? Uh, Pat Patriot got tackled by Jamal Adams, who is a defensive back for the New York Jets. Everyone was booing the Patriots mascot. So <laughs> Jamal's talking. He's filming himself. He's like, hey, everybody, watch this. And he runs over. And he completely just jumps on the Patriots mascot, takes him down. Everyone starts cheering. Unfortunately, um, the guy in the mascot suit had to be taken to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but... And and he, uh, he wasn't doing too well after he took the hit. Oh, no. Uh, Jamal has since spoken about... His actions. I'm gonna go knock this mask out. Oh, 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 oh. They're not happy with me right now. The NFL is calling my phone, blowing me up, saying that you know I put him in the hospital. So I gotta go check on him, make sure he's okay. Um, but do I regret it? No! <laughs> wow, man. See, a couple of weeks ago, DeMarcus Cousins said the Golden State Warriors were the most hated team in all of sports. The Golden State Warriors are not anywhere close to that. It is the New England Patriots, by far, that are the most hated team in all of sports, I think. It's because they're so good. You know, they've uh, they've definitely earned it. And they're, the cheating, I think, yeah, too, goes hand in hand with it. The cheating and good. That's a good combo. And they're good at cheating. Uh, the Patriots mascot, by the way, says he's just sore now. He's been released from hospital. Oh, that's he's, good. He's going to be okay. You think he's going to get some chatter, though? He's going to get a payout. Think uh, Jamal Adams? He'll get 10 grand. Gave him a get well soon card yeah. with a <laughs> stack of cash in it. <laughs> yeah. This is exciting, too. We just found out Tony Romo is going to be one of the commentators at the Super Bowl on February the 3rd. Everybody starting to love Tony Romo during these games because he has such great insight. And that was on display during the Patriots game last Sunday. Sneak or something, don't they? Oh, they're killing it. Usually means a motion and a run out wide to the right. 
He was calling every play that the Patriots were running. There we go. So he says, wide out to the right. 35. Exactly what happened. Would have been ball game. I got to put Gronkowski out wide. Okay, so he's calling Gronkowski wide here. They finally got him. There he is. On the top of the screen. If he's doubled, you're going to throw inside right here to Edelman. You just look up there and pick him. There they go. He goes down the field to Gronk. Turns around, makes the catch. Pretty impressive, he huh? He saw what you saw, Tony. He's four yards away from New England taking back the lead. They're going to run this ball. Kansas City's got to sell out. There's a handoff to Burkhead. Burkhead! And they run the ball. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Rams need to get earpieces and listen to the, the broadcast <laughs> with Tony Romo. They'll be one step ahead of the Patriots the whole time. <laughs> Dev, you're a big fan of Romo. I love Romo. I, I hated him when he was with the Cowboys. I love him now that he's... Uh, I think he is the best analyst in all of sports. Like, once, he is amazing. Once he got comfortable, he really uh, came alive. He like he met the hype. People were saying he's going to be great because they got rid of their top team to make room for him. Like They put uh, Phil Simms in the studio. He, he, Phil Simms was with Jim Nance for years and years. They just punted him when they had a chance to get Tony Romo, and it's definitely paid off. If you want to watch the big game with us, FM 96 is going to be at both Palisade locations, Palisade South and Palisade Social Bowl. You'll have a chance to win a TV, a fridge, a recliner, swag, half-price wings, $2 bowling. It's going to be a party February 3rd. All the details are online for FM 96's big game party with the Palisade at FM96.com. How about this story, Jim? The uh, the teacher that slept with one of her students, student decided to blackmail the teacher, and the teacher said, uh-uh, you're not going to blackmail me. I'm not going to give you any money. Yeah. You go ahead. You tell whoever you want that we had an affair. I don't care. Yeah, I understand it when somebody's trying to extort you for a million dollars, and there's no way that you can come up with the money, and you just have to take the bullet. But the student was trying to uh, blackmail her for $140, <laughs> and she refused to pay up. Uh, he sent her a threatening text that said, uh, you said we had a bet, and if you lie, our little secret going to be out there. I need $140 by the end of the day. 140 And she said no, and now she's being charged because he did follow up with his promise. And the text message said, I got proof of everything, so 140 tomorrow or your career over on my grandma. So he's swearing on his grandma. <laughs> That he's gonna he's gonna rat her out, and he did. Twenty four year old Jasmine Edmonds was charged Thursday with two counts of sexual battery by an authority figure, and it all she could have avoided jail time if she had just paid one hundred and forty dollars. It's good that she got caught mm-hmm. because she's a sexual predator, mm-hmm. but it is kind of surprising that to protect your entire career, your life, your freedom. You wouldn't cough up $140. Yeah. Your morals are already compromised at this point, so playing paying off a blackmailer <laughs> yeah. is not the worst thing I'm, you're doing. I'm going to stand by my guns here. <laughs> I've got a just a, a code that I live by, and that code says, I will sleep with 16-year-olds, but I will not pay anybody $140 <laughs> if I'm blackmailed. <laughs> On my grandma. She's facing some uh, jail time. It'll be... <laughs> Interesting to see what her bail set at. $140? No way. Lock me up. Queen, we will rock you. We are the champions. 
That movie was on a roll. Won the Golden Globe for Best Picture. Rami Malek getting a, a Golden Globe as well for his performance as Freddie Mercury. He's nominated for the Oscar. The movie is nominated for Best Picture. Um, but now there's a story out there that uh, the director of the movie, Brian Singer, was uh, abusing young boys earlier in his career. This is a, a rumor that's been going around forever. Brian Singer has denied these allegations, but a big expose uh, came out, and uh, it, it's resurfaced. And because of that, Bohemian Rhapsody has loses its has lost its Glad nomination. So the uh, gay and lesbian uh, community has this award ceremony, and Bohemian Rhapsody was up for an award. And they have taken that nomination away hmm. a day after that story was published. That's that's too bad because a lot of people put in a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah. Well, Singer too. He uh, was clashing with with people on set, and he didn't even finish the film. Yeah, he directed most of it, and then he left. It was kind of a weird situation. I'm sure there's more to that story as well that may or may not come out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't the only one working on that movie, and now the entire production is getting a black mark on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people always say you got to wait and reserve judgment whenever these claims come out, but th- these rumors have literally been flying around for two years. Ever since the Harvey Weinstein thing came down, Brian Singer's name has been thrown around, and it doesn't mean anything. It's all speculation, but I was not surprised when I saw this headline. Yeah. The article has stories with some now middle-aged men who uh, have they've identified themselves, they've filed lawsuits against Singer, and they detail what they say happened uh, when uh, when they encountered him in their younger years. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's pretty disgusting if it's true. You know what's weird? His first big movie. Usual Suspects with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Same thing with Spacey, though. The rumors were out there forever, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone would joke about it, and uh, it was like the worst-kept secret in Hollywood, but then the shoe dropped, the other shoe dropped, and... People started taking this stuff very seriously, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, this Brian Singer story has any effect on uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody film for the rest of awards season. Mm-hmm. Could affect its chances there. You know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. The rural, rural, rep- rural report. There we go, bud. Yeah, here at the Taz Show, we like to keep track of what's going on in the smaller communities in the FM 96 listening area and beyond. And who better to help us out with that than the pride of Mitchell, Ontario, Jim Kelly. What do you have for us today, Jim? Oh, heading up to the rural area near this nation's capital. Barhaven is a small community outside uh, Ottawa. Uh-huh. And uh, Got some family out that do way. Do ya? Yeah. Well, I bet you they're involved here in this, Taz. Kids in high school, a lot of controversy going around because the school has removed the doors from the boys' bathrooms to snuff out all the vaping that's going inside Uh the bathrooms. Vape Central. You know what that means. Oh, vaping in the boys' room. (laughs) Just a vaping in the boys' room. Oh, evade my privacy and remove all the doors Cause everybody knows that a vaping ain't allowed in the school 
No, it's not. <laughs> so the kids are mad. Say what? So the teachers can just see us dropping a deuce in there? What? Why don't you just frisk the kids as they're coming and ban the vapes? But that's the, the decision they've made is take the doors off. You know, I just think they should do what our dads did to us when we were kids, Taz. You know, when your dad would catch you vaping and he'd sit you down, he'd make you vape the entire vial until you got sick. He'd Is that how it, it works? He'd make you smoke the whole pack of e-cigarettes until you learned your lesson. <laughs> I don't remember my dad doing that. You don't? No. It's probably vape too much. Your memory's blown. <laughs> I vape. I've over-vaped in my day. You vape too much. You should never vape. You get popcorn lung. Moving on here to Sarnia. I like this one. It's a little closer to home. I love how a guy, you know, people always trying to break out of prison, you know, and they got little, like, clever, clever ways to do so. Yeah. You fake a heart attack so the guy comes in and you punch him and steal the key. You tunnel and you tunnel with a fork and then hide the tunnel behind a poster. Classic. How about this one? Throw a shoe at a sprinkler until the sprinkler goes off and floods the place. That's what happened. The prison at the courthouse in Sarnia the other day, some 28-year-old dude, he was uh, in the courthouse for a bail here, and he was locked up for a bit, and he was a little belligerent, started chucking his shoe at the sprinkler until he hit it hard enough. The whole place flooded thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage, Taz. You know, it does beg the question. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Prisoners in Sarnia, that's who. And uh, rumor has it this guy's not going to fare well in prison with his new nickname, Sprinkles. <laughs> that's the Rural Report. If you know of anything exciting going on in a small town, let Jim know. Email him, jim at fm96.com. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.